What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome. Thank you all for being here. It's the Holistic Motivator. Please text me so you can continue getting some of this good energy. Text me, 561-510-9605. You'll be added to a text messaging tribe where I send daily motivational messages on growing every single day. So thank you all for being here. If you want mindful breathing exercises, reminders throughout the day, text me 561-510-9605. Boom. What's today's episode about? Well, today is a good episode because it's about getting your stuff and getting yourself together. Getting your stuff and getting yourself together. And you're like, what does it mean? What is this title you're talking about? A lot of times we are so materialistic as beings, as humans, that we say, yo, I got to get my stuff together. Why do we say that? I mean, of everything in the world, why is it that stuff is the first important thing we got to get together? Maybe it's from the times where we had to travel a lot. And because we had to travel, we always had to get our stuff together, together and go somewhere. Maybe that's where that roots from, but I don't know. But in the modern age, I think we're starting to switch from get my stuff together to I need to get my life together. That was like the second evolution of that statement. I need to get my life together. And then I believe that the next one is I need to get myself together. And what would be the third one after that? I need to get my mind together. So what's the difference between getting your things together, getting your self together, getting your mind together? What's the difference? One of them is I'm trying to control my external environment. And another one is I'm looking to control my internal environment. So one focuses on your external environment and another focuses on your internal environment. So, a lot of times to get yourself together, you gotta get your stuff together. You gotta get your things in order. They say something about, yeah, make sure your house, your bed is made before you go out. Make sure your bed is made before you go out. And you're like, what's the point? What was the point? to make sure that my bed is made before I go out. Well, because it's about the habit. And also it's about the clarity of your room. So when you get your stuff together, it's just about building that environment. So this is something I'm working on myself, which is why I'm actually talking about it. I tend to talk about the things I'm working on myself, right? And the reason I do that is it makes it more relatable and I'm able to give you uh, a piece of me along with whatever it is that I'm sharing with you. So that's the reason why I share that. If you're just tuning into this, make sure that you are sharing this video. 
if you're just tuning into this episode make sure you're sharing the video so like and share like and share so we could grow the channel um need your support to growing and getting this show out there all right so make sure you like and share and another thing is if you want to subscribe to the podcast all you got to do is go to theholisticmotivator.com and you can subscribe to ed talks daily so and that way you won't miss a thing man all right so that's the quick promo of the day let's talk about actually getting stuff and self together yesterday i was watching a show about the how we are bombarded by so much advertisement that it literally turns us into the monkey mind and the monkey mind concept is that your mind is not focusing on a specific thing or what it needs to focus on is just wandering all over the place right so our attention span over the time have completely diminished and we can be sold into a side really easily based on a few posts on your platform so you're like yo okay what does it have to do with me well every habit that you're literally trying to get out of there is a company and someone with their personal interests keeping you working to keep you in it so i want you to remember this statement every habit that you're trying to escape or change or you said it's enough i'm tired of living like this and i want to no longer indulge it with this habit i'm going to change my life there's a thousand of other campaigns out to steer you off that path everything that you're trying so hard not to do there are forces out there looking for you to do it so when we when we think about temptation we never really say yo watching commercial is a temptation how come we never say that a commercial is a temptation what's the biggest temptation on the planet commercials when you see it you just want whatever is in it because it plays with your emotions so much that you can't ignore it it's like you see that car commercial like sometimes you find yourself just staring into out of just like staring into the distant and you're watching at the screen and you're not even necessarily sure what you're looking at or you even lost consciousness and you just you stuck on the screen but you don't know why you're watching it that's because the commercials are out to literally steer you into doing whatever it is you were doing before so why does that matter let's say you're trying to stop smoking cigarettes but every time you go and watch tv there's a commercial about it or there's a commercial about not smoking that does the adverse effect and then you're like wow that's weird or you watch some of the tv shows or you do some basic activities that you used to do along with smoking or drinking or whatever the vice 
or whatever you're looking to grow out of. Those things that you do with them also brings up a craving. That's why NFL commercials, you well, not NFL commercials, but let's say chip companies like Lay's or soda companies, beverage companies like Coke or Pepsi, what they do is they literally have their product placed in a group-like scenario where there is a correlation between football and beer and Lay's. So just like that, there are many different correlations your brain has made with activities and habits. So a way of getting yourself together is first, you gotta understand that just as much as you're trying to get yourself together to get out of a habit, there are many forces out there which we can call temptations looking to keep you in them. And those temptations are not what you think. It can be, it is what you think. Those temptations are what you think based on what's impressed on your subconscious mind through the media, which comes in the form of news, commercials, TV programs, movies, and all types of other mediums and also even articles and social posts. All of these things are looking to get you out of your new dedication. So whenever you say, I'm gonna start being a new way, you also have to start, stop watching that old way. Stop watching it in your mind. Stop watching it on TV and stop being around it in real life because what's gonna happen is unless you break those chains, of neuron links or those chains of neural pathways. So there's something called neural pathways in your brain. And the more of you do something, it's like building a strain. And as you continually build more strains, you build a cable that can bind you in that habit loop. So this is neuroscience. These are called neural pathways in your brain. So the more you repeat a habit and the more it's also reassured and the more you're getting a reward for it, the more you're gonna keep doing it. So what does that mean? Let's say every time you feel really horrible, there is something that you do that instantly you feel much better. I mean, whenever you feel horrible, what do you think you're automatically going to seek to do? That thing that made you feel better instantly. You see what I'm saying? So your mentality completely shifts. Your brain becomes the dopamine-seeking mechanism. So what's a dopamine, what does it mean by dopamine-seeking? Well, what your brain is looking to do is it's just looking to fulfill a next shot. And not necessarily a next shot, like a shot into your arm, but a next secretion of dopamine, right? So you have endocrine glands, and the endocrine glands secrete hormones. One of the hormones that endocrine glands secrete is dopamine the pituitary and the pineal are two endocrine glands that are producing a lot of the chemicals in our body. The pineal 
produces melatonin, which is the chemical that helps us can tell the difference between when it's light and dark to wake up and also helps us fall asleep. And our pituitary, the master gland, controls our parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system, but it also secretes a whole lot of hormones, which includes a hormone called dopamine. Now, dopamine is a reward that you get for is the feel-good chemical. So a lot of times, we're not necessarily addicted to the chemicals in whatever we're consuming. It can be chicken. Like, we're not just addicted to the chemicals of the chicken that we're consuming, or the cigarette, or the beer, or the whatever, or the cocaine, or the crack. Not just to the chemical, but it's also to the hormone that is secreted because of your feeling good about yourself or that sense of wellness that you get from temporary pleasures. So dopamine allows us, drives motivation, right? Dopamine drives motivation. Entrepreneurs are a lot of dopamine seekers. By being an entrepreneur, I want dopamine when my business succeed. So dopamine is not just a it's not just a hormone that has to do with addiction or feeling good um, in the form of something you take in, but dopamine is secreted for all sorts of activities. And being an entrepreneur is full of activities. So you can get dopamine because you woke up today and you got a new client. That gets you excited, so you get dopamine in your brain when it's working. You can see somebody visited your website and get dopamine. You can see somebody sharing your post and you get dopamine uh, secretion in your brain, which means we're always seeking for that next dopamine hit because we're dope. But the thing is, we're dope enough to create our own dopamine. <laughs> We're dope, so we're dope enough to create our own dopamine, so we don't necessarily have to take an external thing to allow us to secrete it. We can actually learn how to naturally release dopamine in our brain by associating new activities that make you feel good, right? So the same thing you can get from a joint well, not necessarily to the same degree, right? You get high after you smoke a joint, right? But when you get high, you also get dopamine in your brain. You don't get the same feeling by meditating, but you still get a bunch of dopamine secretion by meditating. Now, I'm not saying, yo, there's anything wrong with smoking weed or weed in general, I'm just saying that you get high and you get dopamine secretion, but you can also secrete that dopamine without getting high. So you can get naturally high off your own dopamine by finding an activity that brings forth pleasure. So it's something that is easily talked about but not easily practiced.
but I'm not here to get you to practice whatever I'm talking about. I'm just here to help you put it in words. So what I'm doing is I'm putting things in words so that way maybe you can see something different. So dopamine is secreted by our brains and how to get our self together and our stuff together has to do with being clear of what's making us feel good about ourselves, right? What is secreting dopamine and what is activating my limbic system? So the thing is both men and women are driven by two things, food and sex, food and sex, food and sex, survival and reproduction. You gotta survive to reproduce. So we're driven by food and sex. And if you switch that around, you can say we're driven by the need for love and companionship, and then also the need for nourishment and communication, right? So not only are we food and sex, reproductive and surviving, but we also are thriving and creating. Thriving meaning that you have a need to love, have a community, be around people, that's thriving. So we have a need to thrive by being in a loving community. But then we also have another need right next to that, which is to communicate. That's the ability to relate to each other and share what they say, verbal food, right? So food and sex are the driver forces of our lives. We want to reproduce and we want to survive. So let's say reproduction and survival. But when we, those needs are normally met or maybe not met, when we get past just those two basic needs, we can get into thriving and creating. Thriving is like sex, but it's way deeper than just sex. It's more like thriving is more of a sapiosexual. So in a sense where you have loving relationships, and you have meaningful companionships, and you have people in your life that bring you a sense of wellness. That's thriving. On one side, you got that, and then on the next side, it's creating. We want to be then in a community that we feel like what we have in our minds can add into that community and build and create something new, because we are creators. And if we feel like we're not creating, we feel like we're not living. So we have a need for food, which correlates with our survival. We have a need for sex, which correlates with our reproduction. We want to pass on our genes. We want to live on. We want to build a family. Then now, after we meet those two basic needs, now we can go into thriving which is when you just don't all your basic needs met, but you are actually creating experiences that's gonna get your life at its highest peak.
right? And then right next to that is creation. Putting yourself in communities where your talents, your skills, and your abilities can add into it, and you can feel good that you adding value to the world. So you see those four components are gonna be like levels of getting your stuff together. So if you wasn't here before, I talked about that we have temptations when we try to change. And temptations are a result of the media that we consume. The things that mediate the information is going to affect our mindset. So everything that you're trying to stop doing, someone else is trying to get you to do it. So you're trying to stop eating whatever food you're trying to eat. Advertisers are trying to make you eat those same foods. Whatever it is that you're out trying to stop doing, wherever you're trying to stop dating, wherever you're trying to stop hanging around with, whatever mindset you're trying to get rid of, there's a message out there going against that mindset, going against that new way of being. And you don't necessarily, you're not conscious of it, but every day these messages, we get thousands of marketing messages. All of these messages are programming your subconscious mind. And what that's doing is it's causing you to act in that way. So the best way to really start to take control of your subconscious mind. Now, you probably haven't heard somebody tell you, yo, take, put a gate to be a wall to guard your subconscious mind from things that you don't want in there. Nobody says put a gate at the gate of your mind so that you can choose what to let in and what to let out. Why would you wanna do that? Well, you wanna guide your mind from certain messages. So there are certain channels you just don't watch, not necessarily because of ethical reasons. Right? When we grow up, it's a, we think about good and bad, right and wrong, but we don't think of good and bad for me or right or wrong for me. You see the difference? So you're not thinking, yo, although you might want to, th you can't think it like that. I'm not telling you how to think, but it's not about it's right or wrong to watch the show. It's about is it right or wrong on my mind? So I've been thinking about how I watch certain shows just to study them. But then I'm like, yo, the benefit I get is that I get to study how people operate and how what the media is trying to convey so that I know so I can be two steps ahead. But then at the same time, like I'm also consuming it. So I'm like, hmm, I have to limit my study time and my consumption because now I'm being programmed. So guarding your subconscious mind is literally choosing not to follow certain pages, not to listen consistently to certain music, which means you can listen to whatever you want, just have fun. The words won't necessarily get you and chain you in one sitting or at the club or wherever you go, I don't know. But if you listen to it every day, yeah, it is. So there are some songs you might not wanna listen to. Now, for instance, I'm gonna say this and somebody who's a fan might get at me, well, I'm just saying you should not listen to City Girl 24/7. I'm not saying I'm not saying I disagree with them or I don't disagree. I don't quietly agree, but 
you wouldn't want to listen to that every day because knowing it's fun when you just want to have fun but every day becomes a program and then now you have a city girl mentality with a suburban girl's degree right so don't have a city girl mentality with a suburban degree because you simply listen to city girl all day and you didn't guard your subconscious mind and now your life starts to have all this drama that you didn't necessarily need to attract but all of a sudden it's in your life and you're like what well you probably had a city girl mentality with a suburban girl's degree so you might want to take that degree and start to use it wisely i'm coming with the rhymes flames so that's a snaps should be getting snaps not flames <laughs> anyways make sure y'all text me though 561-510-9605 this episode has been about how to get yourself and your life together um so you have to guard your subconscious mind right i i say a lot to say one thing so i usually say about three or five things during the episodes everything else is just to say those one things to get you to get that one point so if you guard your subconscious mind in a way where you're literally thinking what is this going to do to my mindset like i think about eating certain foods like yo what is it going to do to my mindset this is guarding your subconscious mind i think of certain actions i'm like how is this going to do to my mindset like i get certain opportunities and i think about the i think about my values i'm like what is this going to do according to my values you know what how is this going to what would i accept because of accepting this one time so when you became not just a manager of your life but a creator of your life then a guardian of your mind then hey what's up everybody when you become a guardian then now you're not just controlling what's happening and what you're creating but you're controlling what's creating you. When you become a guardian of your life, you're not just managing what's happening and you're not just creating what you want, but you are guarding your mind so you can guard what's creating you. So what goes into your subconscious, you don't think about on your conscious level. A book recommendation is The Power of the Conscious Subconscious Mind by Joseph M. Murray, I believe. Power of Subconscious Mind. If you want to get a free audiobook, The Power of Subconscious Mind, go in the description if you're watching on Facebook or go to audibletrial.com/edtalks. Don't leave the edtalks because if you leave that edtalks, you won't get it and we won't be compensated. for referring you. So get your audiobook, The Power of the Subconscious Mind. So important. So a lot of the things that you trying to do, get your life together and you find yourself knowing what to do but not doing them. So you ask yourself, hmm, how come I know what to do but yet I'm not doing them? And your question 
is you're like weirded out by it because you're like, I really want to do this. I know what to do, but yet I'm not getting myself to do it. Well, here's the thing. Consciously, you know what to do. From a level of a spirit, you know what to do. But subconsciously, below the level of your spirit, below your subconscious, below your conscious, I mean, underneath your conscious, lies limiting beliefs, lies old ways, neural pathways in your brain, and temptations in the world getting you in a stuck mode. So when you think that you are doing it and you're trying to do it and you're like, I know I can push myself. I talked about push and pull motivation. Y'all got it? Like if you watch the whole week's episode, go back and watch them. It's a whole continuous motion. So now if every day you got to get push yourself, what happens is there is a study done that you literally lose your ability to be more willing willpower diminishes with the more willpower you use up so the more you're willing and you put a lot of will on it, it the more you have to keep putting will will on it the more it diminish and the more it becomes less effective an athlete does not necessarily run the whole race on will and i know this because i'm an athlete right i ran track i was the mvp of my high school and what I learned was I don't run on will the whole exact race. I don't run on willpower the whole race. I run on the practice I put forth. I run on the promise. I run on the faith that I also have. I run on the automatic twitches and the memory the memory, muscle memory that I consistently did every day at practice. So every time I woke up and did whatever I did, that's what I ran most of the race on. It was talent mixed with practice. Will for me as an athlete, when the 800 meter dash, I don't kick into so much willpower up into the last 200 meters or, when I, or doing certain bursts when I need that extra push, which means when I'm running an 800 meter dash, half of it, I'm just flowing. I'm just striding. I'm just going with the flow of everything I've invested all of these years. For instance, for you, you've been running all your life. The last 25 years or 26 or 27 or 30, you've been running. So all of that running now at some point, you feel like you get burnt out. You feel like, yo, I've been running so hard and everybody's passing me by and you want to, you want to like, you want to get that fire underneath you. Now, mind you, you were going on practice the whole time. You were going on that consistency, but it wasn't until you really needed that fire, that burst that you managed to dig into your willpower and you got something out of you that you never got out before or that you haven't gotten the whole race. But imagine if the whole time you, you were trying to get that thing out, which should be the case. But that is the mentality. The whole progress, the whole process is that the whole time you're trying to get that, that, that best self out of you, 
right? However, there are certain times where you burst with willpower and you do these things anyways, and these become the stories you tell for the rest of your life, how something really tough came and I overcame it. But we don't live in willpower every day because it's now it's not that exciting. It becomes more dreadful or it becomes too much responsibility or it's also to putting forth so much energy, so much mental energy or pertinacity or getting so much out of you that every day you become more drained because you have to power yourself with will. And you're like, is it bad to power myself with will? No, you're going to have to do it because we burned out, because we put ourselves down, because we have to power ourselves, but we can't be doing it 24-7. We got to have bursts of willpower, and we have to have a thirst for real power. A burst of willpower, but a thirst for real power. Man, I'd be rhyming up in here. Burst, I don't know where this stuff comes from, but a burst... A burst from willpower, but you got to have a thirst for real power. And what that means is whenever you feel like you need that extra strength, you got to push yourself. But every day you got to have a thirst to find your strength so that you don't have to push yourself so much. So that you automatically, like I said, your arms start swinging, your legs start moving, and you keep breathing. You should see me when I run in the mornings. It don't look like I'm working too hard because I'm not working that hard, but I am pushing myself. So you're like, yo, you're not using your willpower. No, I'm using the power of my will because I'm not having to will myself power through it. I'm just so powerful now that I just do it automatically. So that's where we're working on to get every single day that's what that's what it means to get yourself and get your stuff together it isn't about yo i need to do a b c d is that i need to guard and defend defend my subconscious mind i need to create certain things i need to set forth the goals i need to have faith at the same time, I need to use the power of my will, have bursts of will, have a burst of willpower so that we can, as we continuously strive to release our inner power, right? So, of course, I put everything in a poetic way. And you're like, yeah, whatever, guy. And I want, if every day, you primed yourself like this, what happens is you get a readjustment, a realignment, a redirection. You get this little feeling underneath you, you get some fire in your belly. I call it the fire of desire. And that turns into some sort of desire to act. And then today you can say, I'm going to guard my subconscious mind. So you go on your browser, you start with, hey, let me get an ad blocker practical here you get an ad blocker in your browser that starts blocking some ads so now you want to stop spending money on shoes put an ad blocker on it 
what that's gonna do is when you go search some shoes, it's not gonna pop up again when you go search the net. So put an ad blocker on it. And then you're like, okay, let me start with that. Okay, also now I want you to think about the shows that you watch. Say, what is the message of this show? And what is it doing to my subconscious mind? And then make a decision if you want to consume it or not. Think of the movies that you watch. What is this doing to my subconscious mind? Think of the news stations you follow, the pages and the social media platforms. What is it doing to my subconscious mind? And then think of what you say. What is my thoughts doing to my subconscious mind? Think of what you're thinking about. What are my thoughts doing to my subconscious mind? And then think of how you're acting. How are my actions reinforcing my past habit loops? Hence, my subconscious mind. Okay? So, trust me, I dropped a whole lot on you. Don't take it lightly, but don't take it heavy either. Just take it right in the middle and be sure what you do is the product of your own conclusion. Jim Rohn says this, and I've adopted it. Be sure what you do is the product of your own conclusion. So don't do what I say. Don't even do what I do, but do what is right for you. And the way to know what's right for you is to develop the wisdom and to ask God for the discernment to know the difference of what's right for you and what other people think is right or what, what you may think is right or what your subconscious mind think is right. So you might say, hey, this is right, but you think you're saying it, but it's your subconscious mind saying it. And before you guys go, just about a couple minutes, the subconscious mind is a hidden, un, it's a part of our brain that we don't, we don't have direct access to that we have, we program it based on our five senses and our experiences. And this is the driver force of our lives. These are the things that we do automatically based on those subconscious mind tricks. The idea of seven, you gotta see an advertisement seven times, is that the more you see, hear, and engage with the brand, the more it gets registered, and now you want to buy it. So that's what the subconscious mind is about, all right? So that's my message, and I'm sticking to it. I want to thank everybody that came here today to watch this episode of Ed Talks Daily. I want to remind you that you got the unlimited power to achieve whatever it is that you want. Road to the person you were created to be. But first, you got to believe it. You got to act upon what you believe in, and then analyze your belief to see, is my belief mine, or is it one of my subconscious mind affected by all the things I've been programmed by? And then you can start to do something about it. So if you want more of these empowering messages, make sure you text 561-510-9605. Text Ed Talks to 561-510-9605. And what that is gonna do, I'm gonna add you to a text messaging tribe where you're gonna get daily 
holistic motivational messages to empower you to take care of your holistic health and wellness. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please make sure you subscribe to this podcast and go leave a review and support this movement. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. Peace.